Hi everyone, welcome to the Travels of the Open Rose broadcast. I'm Justin, the host of this series, coming to you while living on the road in my self-built bus conversion. Uh, it feels sort of strange saying that, mainly for the reason that I'm still adding to the list of things to do on the bus conversion for the conversion process, um, which for those who aren't aware of, is basically from buying the vehicle as a functional commercial vehicle in most cases and um, stripping it from all of the things that make it that commercial vehicle uh, the chairs the handicap lift in some situations uh, whatever it is the panels all the vinyl and, and casing shell for what people see underneath the surface is where you start building up and doing the conversion process so it's a functional living space so i don't want to get too deep into the details yet because this episode three and all my ramblings is on the orb shuttle being me living in the conversion vehicle which i've named the orb shuttle so let's get deep into that now it is episode three of open roads broadcast again i'm your host justin and stick with me and let's figure out a helpful solution to any of those wanting to get on the road and travel with a conversion Alright, so I am here in Florida, as my maiden voyage is set out towards, um, coming from New York. I've uh, been traveling for over two months now, um, but my license plate says Vermont. I'm very open about saying that because I like my license plate, and um, even this episode I am going to discuss some things about buying the bus, uh, having it retitled so it is as an RV uh, great for insurance and all the things I can think of to throw at you with converting a vehicle um, my last episode episode 2 had been a discussion of course my free-flowing form of how I chose the vehicle that I wanted um, basically more geared towards again people that might be listening who would really have an interest in getting on the road um, and sort of toy with the idea of being in a conversion vehicle um, or buying a vehicle like an RV which is what I initially wanted to talk about in this episode but uh, I think it's pretty easy to think about if you want a RV or a conversion um, again this episode tied in with the last episode will probably help narrow that idea down um, along with some good research. So as I said, it's great to get out there and just test, see if you like living in your car or whatever vehicle you have, and play with the idea of why you want to be on the road and what purpose the vehicle will serve. For me, now diving into today's topic, the Orb Shuttle is named so because it is a shuttle bus. Uh, it was formerly a transit bus uh, for handicapped passengers 
um, meaning it had a handicapped wheelchair lift in it. Um, one of the things that I had to fix in the conversion was getting rid of the wheelchair lift. Um, so I'll discuss that. Some people are interested in how to sell it, um, or should you sell it, what to do with it. It's pretty straightforward, but um, it's a factor. Uh, I knew right from the start from, again, looking at RVs first, I was really into the idea of the Class C motorhome, uh, something that's along the lines of a Class B, Class A hybrid. The Class C built on the van chassis is something that really vibed with me, uh, to say the least, about basically the size of it uh, as a living space. And again, I'm more about form or function, actually, over form, really, just because I like the idea of having a living space that I needed. So I looked at Class A RVs first. And, um, well, as I started thinking more about the function over the, the form of it, I really started to whittle down to the Class C for good reason. So. The Orb Shuttle is comparable to a Class C motorhome. It is a Ford 7.3 liter E450 Super Duty V8 Power Stroke Diesel. Um, along the lines of that, I'm just saying those familiar with it, it's a super awesome engine. It was, in my research, something that I had to look for. Um, let me rephrase that, it's something that I had to get as a non-negotiable, uh, just the power of the diesel engine and the longevity of it. I was way sold on it more than looking at normal gas vehicles. Um, to be able to have a V8 or, well, V10s as far as my layman's thoughts on cars would run me more gas. And I just wanted to make sure that I could get a V8 over that. Um, there's a lot of things that I didn't know about cars. And I still would say I don't really know much about it. But I had to learn some basic things in order to buy the right type of vehicle. Uh, so that's also reflecting on last time's episode. Uh, an important thing. Because people, I've heard a lot of people that go into buying a vehicle for a conversion um, and they go through the unfortunate process of getting a series of vehicles that basically were thrown on the market and taken off because they had a lot of things that went wrong with it. Uh, problems basically, shop traps that people encounter. So uh, I'll get into that as well. Um, for those buying a vehicle because you want to think sometimes if it's for a longevity purpose uh, some people want to get a vehicle and drive it to a festival across the states and uh, basically sell it or dump it or I mean that's how things work for some people for me I was moving out of a place uh, that I was living at with a lot of things I accumulated and I had to figure out how to refine my life to fit into again Class C size motorhome.
So buying the bus, honing in on a shuttle bus was something a lot more reasonable for me to just get on the road and get going. So I can relate that with a story another time. Um, but just as what I saw fit. I mean, have you seen my recent YouTube videos? Before things really got going, um, high hopes. I was working on what I have. And I mean, if you check the video that I put on Orb Shuttle on YouTube, um, you can see my vehicle builds more of a camper style. And it's something that I just wanted to be able to get on the road and get going. I mean, chores and everything are doable because I'm able to live in it. Um, able to cook and clean and obviously food and everything is stored so uh, we're talking about buying the vehicle um, and another option is the schoolie build um, the school buses as far as frame goes I mean the structural integrity of the vehicle is way more reliable than a fiberglass vehicle and when I realized that I mean I was into the prepper lifestyle before um, and I just had the mindset of like longevity and in case what if and getting a schoolie the school bus felt more of a secure decision and the price was comparable uh, as opposed to getting an RV or shuttle bus, no offense to it, but both the worlds go back and forth on things, and ultimately the schoolie wins out on durability uh, in case anything happens. So during that phase, I was driving around, and 2 p.m. is general time when schools let out, and it was funny because I was looking at all the different school buses driving by as I was in my sedan and I was driving by like checking out the exterior and trying to figure out different things about it or basically in the mindset of I'm getting this vehicle and then I went looking at the vehicle um, I was sort of upset because it seemed awesome and I was hunched over I'm 6'1 and in the school bus I was sort of hunched over um, standing around saying like there's no way I'd be comfortable living in a place where the ceiling hits my head type of thing. Um, and I had that experience in a house I was living in. So my problem brain solving, uh, brain solving kicked in. And um, I played with the idea of a roof raise, meaning like to alter the frame of the bus. But then I'd have to outsource for it and invest more and... I mean, it was just something that wasn't worthy idea right now. I mean, at the time. I mean, long term, it would be awesome. But um, on the other hand, fiberglass vehicles, it was okay. Uh, I also looked into the world of box trucks and ambulance builds. And again, then on the kick of the same engine would be awesome. And um, if you go back to episode one, it just relates to the series like of searches that go with an intent on the internet. Uh, I was really looking around at things and then diving into bus life and van life. Um, 
I mean, before that, I was really into the concept of just living tiny and more sustainable earth ships was something I was looking at because I was into farming and, like I said, more country lifestyle of homesteading. And I was all for it. But I was like, I need land. So I figure I need to find a way that I can get on the road and live for extended periods of time and weigh all the factors that would be around purchasing land, of course. It would take some time. So tiny house trailers was something I looked into after looking at shipping containers and thinking I can put this on a piece of land. And again, it was, it was a big evolution of everything. And um, at that point, I just wanted to have my vehicle. I just wanted to get on the road. So it was my fuel for purpose, like for getting on a road. I mean, the stats of the bus build, I told you reason for selecting the, the vehicle and everything I, mean, I paid near 5000 for the bus the guy was asking 6000 I actually paid 4500 and um, it was a batch of large list of sellers from various sites I can share the sites if anyone's looking but um, I mean all specs sort of check my list with the bus that I found uh, I was looking at other vehicles and I started to look at the same type of vehicles again and again and go through spurts and then wean out of it uh, and then move on to another phase of the best type of vehicle that I'd look at. And the shuttle bus repeatedly uh, wanted to see the side door and the rear door and E450. I looked at the 350s, but uh, it just matched with what I was looking for. Like I said, Class C in mind. And, I mean, I'm reiterating sort of the same things, but uh, this is about the orb shuttle. So now I will finally go into the purchase date of buying the bus. Because when you get a bus, you're going to encounter some of the same problems. And I'm just covering mentally what someone might battle with in choosing a vehicle. And I've encountered a lot of people asking the same questions for when they actually buy the vehicle. So in this last segment, I'll go into that. I'm going to get a refreshment and I'll be right back. So it was February 2019 and I spoke with the seller um, online. I had seen his post on Craigslist. Uh, at the time I was using four or five different sites and then some apps to find the bus I was looking for. And again, I looked at all sorts of vehicles, used Facebook Marketplace. At the time I was also selling a lot of different possessions online and I was always working with emailing different people back and forth so amongst the sellers I had spoken with in March I had made the decision the leap of faith to purchase this bus now before I had taken my sedan and 
good mileage, drove out to whatever places I went and was able to look at the bus and have a look and think it over. I told them right away that I might not buy it right away. Uh, the process of bringing money with me wasn't something I even cared about as much. I just wanted to make sure I could see the vehicle and that's the best way to do it. Um, I had looked at auctions and different sites but uh, I'd really say looking at the vehicle first is an important thing because you could go to, especially on the East Coast, with all the different rust belts, um, problem vehicles, there's so many factors, um, especially where it snows, like where I'm from in New York, there were a lot of vehicles that I went and looked at and it looked great, of course, like a dating profile picture, um, no one's showing the bad pictures, at least not at first. <laughs> um, and it's a learning process, but uh, the vehicle that people we put online looked awesome. Um, the stats and everything, sometimes they'd alter even the stats and I'd find out whatever. Or they didn't mention it was a 6.0 engine uh, and I'd look at the vehicle and so I learned to start asking them in advance online. And there's some people that got annoyed with questions because they just wanted to sell the vehicle already. Uh, of course, they say things like, oh, well, there's a list of people that are waiting to look at the vehicle. Actually, that's how I bought my uh, my nature's head composting toilet. And, um, and I didn't want to spend a thousand bucks for a toilet. Um, and the person said that there was a list of people that were going to get it. And they were looking for a good deal and I offered them a little more and whatever so you figure it out the buying process of anything for me this was a new thing um, so I had to get there it was in Virginia and from New York to Virginia I jumped on a bus instead of driving my car because I was like 80% 90% sure about this vehicle and I took the passenger bus from New York to DC because it was local to Virginia. Hopped on a ride here and that was that. I mean, the rest of it. I mean, there's a teaser on Instagram at Orb Shuttle within the first few videos. Uh, it's in my highlighted stories, but uh, it was just eerie because it just felt so. I mean, I went to a, a huge lot. The rideshare dropped me off in a huge lot. It fenced off with a bunch of vehicles in it. I mean, it looked like the car might have been brought to a pound or something. I mean, there was a bunch of vehicles for sale. It turned out the guy rented a lot um, and had all the buses. And the two shuttle buses actually were stacked um, front and back and blocked in by all other vehicles around it. So I was really concerned. I, I arrived late at night, um, bring a flashlight and be willing to go underneath the vehicle, look under, check the rust out, check the tire as best you can. Um, there are a lot of different tricks. Have, have a way that you can look at the vehicle at night and in the daytime especially. Uh, be able to look all around, like everything you can. Document. Don't be afraid to take a picture or video of it. Um, and those are things that I just had to do and be able to bounce the idea off. 
like I said, a lot of times I drove out and spent the night and told them I'd think it over, slept in my car, maybe went on the message boards and hashed around and said, what do you, what do you guys think of this vehicle? Like, anyone give me advice? Because, I mean, throwing 5000 away on a vehicle or something could be just that. Some people buy a vehicle and find out there's a lot of problems with it. Even now, I've met a lot of cool people that have awesome builds from outside to inside. Um, it looks awesome. And they still have that feeling about, well, I wish I knew whatever about it before I bought it. So it's one of those things. Um, you enjoy what you can. And buying the vehicle is an important part of the decision process. So you can really enjoy it. So I keep reiterating that because I guess it was just it felt like am I the only one really concerned about this? Um, so anyway, made a good decision. I threw 4,500 on the vehicle. Uh, it was 79, 80,000 miles on it. 2001, as I said. Uh, Ford E450, as I was looking for. It's V8, which I really wanted for. And um, shuttle bus builds. It's the way to go for me. Side door, rear door, says I wanted. Um, should I get into the conversion process? Uh, hmm. Well, another thing that was awesome was getting the vehicle and um, being able to bring it back. Like I said, it was a one way and I was gonna drive back from Virginia to New York and have no clue about what I was actually gonna do um, on the way because I realized actually on the ride share that I didn't have any easy pass with me or alternative plates um, anyway the solution was a lot more easier um, I asked the seller about the plates and he said I could use his plates and he even let me use his easy pass now the inspection was expired on the vehicle. It wasn't registered, had no connection to my insurance. And I was taking a risk driving back. Um, so I was concerned. I was so concerned and he was so eager to sell the vehicle that he actually offered to drive me back all the way uh, from Virginia to New York and then find his way back uh, in the morning. Now, when he offered that, two thoughts I had. It was, one, he really wants to sell this vehicle. And the other thing is, well, he really wants to sell this vehicle and there's probably nothing wrong with it because it assured me I was gonna be able to drive all that way. So if anyone's buying a vehicle, you could maybe think of uh, trying to see if the seller would be willing to put it to the test. Uh, there was another, bus I looked at, shuttle bus, it was perfect condition, it was actually all the seats removed and everything in the first place and uh, what happened basically is we got in the bus and it wouldn't make it around the block before I don't know, I was just whatever it was at the time I didn't understand but it's uh, just what happened and I'm glad I didn't buy the vehicle based off how it looked so you got to make that decision. You got to understand 
how it works and just be willing to test drive it. So I drove the bus home um, and I had the temporary plates and the easy pass, which I mailed back to him within a few days. And it worked out. Um, it felt like a relief for all the searching, the months of like studying how and why. One thing in Long Island in New York, when you're driving around, they have laws against the RVs, commercial vehicles, um, height restrictions basically because of low bridges and there's a lot of different factors, especially even, I was telling someone recently with propane that you can't drive through tunnels, you gotta go over the bridge. Uh, there's a lot of different things. Um, you have to know those things before you drive your vehicle back. Um, of course, when you're actually buying it, in most cases it doesn't have propane tanks or anything in it, but um, know your clearance and being able to drive under the center of the bridge was my fallback because um, I didn't know the routes around without taking some parkways at first so I had to figure it out I actually look through the thing I think actually New York and Long Island is mainly the only place in the states where that happens um, and actually a lot of truckers uh, will drive through having driven all around the country will drive through New York into uh, Long Island and be confused because of that law. Um, basically designated by taking highways, expressways over parkways. Um, I know I've been sort of rambling around in circles just for a while because uh, the place where I am right now has picked up in some activity. There's a lot of people going around and inside the bus when I'm recording my cat Indy has um, very, she's very vocal and uh, makes a lot of noise. I don't know if she thinks I'm talking to her or what, but she talks back as soon as she sees or hears me and um, it picks up in the recording. So it's, uh, it's a balance. I'm trying to either continue the thought and complete it or uh, provide some type of... Uh, pleasantry for recording this but um anyway trying to make it through like i said i'm kindly asking for your support uh just listening through the process um this has been about the conversion process as far as buying the bus um it it, it includes buying the bus but for more converting gutting retitling that's the real start of the orb shuttle being built and a lot of people will go through that so i'll get back to that story in the next episode uh, again i'm kindly asking for your support on instagram at orb shuttle i'm even on facebook and twitter it's a new thing for me but i've put a reference video and a few adventure videos on youtube at the orb shuttle and i'd love to chat hear a review for any tweaks Again, I'll smooth out the sales and 
And meanwhile, send me your thoughts on anything. Thanks for listening.